what is going on everybody welcome to or welcome back to a very special edition of the weekly w where we talk about everything women's hoops i am your host clive rankin some know me as clive the glide and i'm extremely happy to be here it's a special edition because it's a special day it's january 1st so happy new year to everybody out there you know happy new year to my family and my friends and to all of you guys out there listening right now uh in my last episode it was actually a little while ago a lot of a lot of things have happened since but in the last episode we actually talked about the Las Vegas Aces winning a back-to-back WNBA championship bringing a championship back to Vegas again uh with Asia Wilson being the 2023 WNBA finals mvp so congratulations to them again gotta give them a shout out um we also talked about some some major deals that happened some major things that were gonna you know um be happening in the coming months and a lot of things have happened since um i mean between uh then and now things have happened in my life in terms of career change shift however you want to call it um also just uh keeping up with the football that started and also the nba um has started so that's been taking up a lot of my time as well just watching those things um it was it was close to holiday season spent a lot of time with uh family um spent some time with friends and yeah it feels good to be going into a new year feeling light you know um and yeah, ready to attack and keep on pursuing my dreams and goals. So that's what I'm here now doing. And um, let's get to it. So in the last episode, which was episode seven, apart from giving the Aces a shout out for winning the title, we did say that there were a few players that we wanted to look out for on the college scene. One of those being Juju Watkins out of USC. My goodness, um, she took the... The college scene by storm. Um, I wanted to make an episode every time I saw her play a game because it was kind of kind of ridiculous, and it still is uh, what she's been able to do as a freshman. Um, let's see. Just to get things started, I mean, she was the first freshman in 25 years to have a 30-point game in her first three games. Um, you know, in the league. Not only that, but she's currently twenty. Uh, she's currently second in college basketball, averaging twenty six point eight points, seven rebounds, and four assists a game for USC. And she's got about five or six thirty point games. And she looks like if uh, the college level didn't have rules for women, um, she looks like she'd be ready to go to the league next year. But being as though college has some rules in place where she has to stay in the league or um, stay in college for three to four years, um, we may just have to, you know, wait on that. But if anybody was able to change the rules, uh, it would be her. Um, also want to give a shout out to somebody who wasn't mentioned on the last episode, which will be um, which will be something that happens here, you know, as I continue to learn these players. Um learn their games, get familiar with them. Um, There will be players who I'm learning along the way. So just be patient with me as well. 
and I'll, I'll definitely shed light and uh, bring attention to these players as they continue to um, bring attention to the sport. Um, another freshman I want to mention um, who was very, very um, exciting to watch early on and still now, out of South Carolina, one of the um, best women's uh, basketball programs in the in the world, uh, Malaysia Fuwali man out of uh South Carolina. She had some crazy finishes around the rim, crazy passes. Um she looks like uh she has the potential to be a great player um for years to come. So it's a player to definitely watch. There's another freshman by the name of Hannah Hildago. Um I'll figure out the pronunciation on that, don't get me wrong. But she's actually averaging twenty three point eight points a game. 6.4 rebounds a game and 6.2 assists in the game. And those points are actually good for third in the entire college basketball association. Which is ridiculous to think about uh, having two freshman players in the top three for scoring is pretty amazing. Just continues to go to show how far the game has come and... um that it's going to be in good hands for years to come. So Hannah, we're definitely on the lookout. Uh, one of her more notable games, she had 23 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, and 7 steals. So she almost had a quadruple-double, you know, looking at the stat sheet there. She also had a two-game span in which she recorded 18 steals, which was also the most in the last 25 college seasons. In other news, um, Angel Reese has returned uh, to college basketball for LSU. Um, most recently, she had a 17-point, 20-rebound game. Uh, that was December 30th. And currently, she's averaging 19 points and 11 rebounds per game. So, Angel continues to shine. It'll be interesting to see what route she takes um, You know, when the end of the season gets here. Um, it'd be cool to see her and Caitlin Clark both declare for the, for the draft and see where they get picked, um, you know, in the draft that will be coming up soon. And we'll be talking about that in a little bit, just to give another, uh, shout out to a freshman angel Reese actually has a teammate by the name of Michaela Williams, who's currently averaging 17.2 points for LSU. And she had a breakout 42 point performance Earlier this season. Another player. Um, who I did not say to watch for. But. Um, you know like Shaq said. I'm sorry. I wasn't familiar with your game. But Cameron Brink out of Stanford. She's an incredible player. An incredible talent. On both ends of the floor. She's currently averaging 18 points. And 10 rebounds a game. To go along with 3.4 blocks. A game. And she reached 300 blocks earlier this season um, for Stanford. So, shouts out to Cameron Brink. Definitely familiar with your game now. Uh, Talia Scott out of Arkansas. Another incredible freshman currently averaging 22.9 points. Which also puts her in the top 10 for scoring um, as far as women's college basketball goes. Which is pretty amazing. Paige Beckers continues to be regarded as... As one of the best female prospects in the world, she's averaging 
19.2 points, 14, oh, I'm sorry, 19.2 points, four rebounds, and 3.4 assists per game, and she's doing that for UConn. Very good to see Paige back um, after suffering two major injuries. Always good to see, um, you know, top talents amount to who they were looking like they were going to be before injuries, um, you know, slightly derail their career. Caitlin Clark has to be talked about. Um, she's one of the best. Um, it's funny because my baby cousin, um, Ashley and Kaylee were both here visiting for Christmas, which it was so good to have them here. Uh, Kaylee surprised me a lot because she actually knew um, a lot of these college players when I was um, letting her know about my podcast. She said, Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese. I was like, wow, Kaylee, you know all these players. Um, I said, make sure you know Juju Watkins, too. That's my favorite. Um, you know, it's hard to have favorites um, when you're doing this, but I have to be honest, Juju, um, Judea Watkins, she is one of the reasons why I even started this. I definitely um, definitely have to say I've been a big fan of her game for years, and a part of my reason for starting this is because I wanted to um, cover not only hers, but a lot of these um women athletes that are coming up uh, wanted to be able to help cover their career, you know, um, and being as though it's really just getting started and um, it's only going to continue to grow. Uh, that was a big part of the reason why I wanted to be a part of this. And um, it's something I love to do. So it's been really fun so far and we're going to continue to grow it. But um, before I got sidetracked there, Caitlin Clark uh, this season actually surpassed Kelsey Plum. For the most 30-point games by a Division One women's player um, ever, which is pretty crazy. Um, also, she's leading um, women's basketball in scoring at 30.1 points a game. She's also um, averaging 7.4 rebounds and 7.6 assists per game. So 37-7 and for Caitlin Clark out of Iowa. Um, she's the first player in Division One college history, men or women's, to record 3,000 points, 750 rebounds, and 750 assists. So, shouts out to Caitlin Clark. I mean, she's putting not only college basketball, um, not even, um, you know, WNBA, but she's putting the world on notice with her game. And the the results and the work, it definitely shows um, when you, when you watch her play, um, speaking of Caitlin Clark, uh, the WNBA draft lottery actually was held on December 10th. Um, and in this, uh, in this draft lottery, we saw the Indiana fever get the first pick in the draft for back-to-back -back years last year. Um, they did use their pick on Aaliyah Boston, um, who proved to be a phenomenal talent. Um, and a great player. Looks like she's going to be a great player for years to come. Um, if Caitlin Clark decides to declare for the draft and come out this year, which she's eligible to, it would be amazing to see um, the Indiana Fever pair Aaliyah Boston with Caitlin Clark. Um, I think, I mean, and this is just speaking way way ahead of time but I think even with those two even with them being extremely young in the league um, I think that they would have a good chance to be at least competitive 
in most games that they play. So, shouts out to the Indiana Fever for getting that again. Um, just to go through the top 10, pretty cool. Um, number one, the Indiana Fever got the first pick. With the second pick, we've got the Los Angeles Sparks. Uh, with the third pick, the Phoenix Mercury are there. With the fourth pick, the Seattle Storm uh, got that. Fifth pick went to the Dallas Wings. Shout, shouts out Arike Agumbawale and Satu Sabali. Shouts out to y'all. Um, sixth pick is going to go to the Washington Mystics. Seventh is going to the Minnesota Lynx. Eighth is going to the Atlanta Dream. Ninth is actually going to the Dallas Wings again, which is very interesting. We'll talk about that more down the line, I'm sure. Uh, and 10th went to the Connecticut Sun. So it's really interesting, um, just to touch on it really quick. The Dallas Wings are the only team um, to have two picks within the top 10. And they were a playoff team, and they were in, actually in the semifinals. So to have two picks in the top 10... Um, with a team that was already extremely competitive and had a chance, um, you know, to go far in the playoffs last year, it's really cool because at that point you could kind of like pick uh, players, you could kind of scout and see, you know, what who who fits best with with what we're trying to do here as an organization um, because we were. It's not like we're rebuilding. It's not like uh, we were, you know. On the brink of the playoffs. No, they were in the playoffs. They had a top four record. Um, and they've got two of the top ten players who are currently in the league right now. So, definitely very, very interesting stuff. A lot of basketball still to be played. Um, we're in January now. So, March Madness, which is the college basketball tournament. Kind of um, the month where, you know, champions are made in college terms. Um, is only two months away. So, very excited to see how things shake out, and I'm very excited to be able to be back and to bring bring more knowledge, bring more light, and bring more activity to the sport that I love. So, I mean, with all that being said, I want to say that this has been a successful episode, um, successful return back to doing something else I love, which is talking to you guys. Um, being able to share my knowledge, my love, my passion, and um, yeah, I mean, I hope everybody's well. I hope that everybody wrote down some dreams and goals uh, that they want to set to accomplish this year, and um, you know, anything that you can, anything you can think of, just know that, you know, you can do it. Um, it's one thing to think about it. Just got to put the actions behind it and be the best version of yourself every single day. And with all that being said, um, just want to let everybody know I do still have the Weekly W Instagram page as well as the Twitter. And on those pages, I do want to start um, or continue to make some highlight reels, make some edits. Um, and as I get better with that, just the support uh, that I get from my family, my friends, it goes a long way and it means everything. Uh, so yeah, with all that being said, um, everyone continue to be yourself, continue to be great. And I'll see you guys again in the next episode.